Mornings, good morning, SoundCloud listeners. At this time, we're going to ask you to please get your Bibles, pens, and pads as we get ready to go into a study of the Word of God. Amen. And this morning, we're picking right back up, and this will be our final um, series on angels. Amen. Amen. Now, we're still, we're still talking about the apothecy, but we're also talking about angels, and we're going to get into that more this morning about the angels. Amen. 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 Okay. So if you want to label your journal or if you're keeping notes, um, we're going to label the SoundCloud message. This will be Angels Part 2. Angels Part 2. So when we talk about the apothecy, that word apothecy means the abandonment of a religious belief. It means a falling away from the Christian faith. It is the sign of the last days. This sign has been going on ever since the book of Genesis, but the more we get to the end of this age, you're going to see more and more fall away from the Christian faith. And Jude reminds us, in the book of Jude, he reminds us that, he says, I want to remind you so you will be aware and not fall away yourselves. He says, my hope and my prayer is, is that you all will endure until the end. Amen? Jesus doesn't want anybody falling away either. He wants everybody to endure until the end. That's what Revelation says. It says, he that endures to the end, not stop and go, not come halfway, uh, not stay saved for two years and then turn back, but to stay with Jesus, stay with the Holy Bible, stay with the word of God, stay with prayer, stay with the name of Jesus, uh, stay with the blood of Jesus, stay a Christian, amen? amen? Because the word to every backslider, the word to every sinner, the word to every person this morning living in sin, to every person that has one foot in the church and one foot in the world is repent. That is the word of the Lord to them. It is repent. It means to change your thinking. And I want to clear up something right now. I don't care if you're the Pope's daughter. That doesn't make you saved. I don't know where we got that from. Well, I don't see how you can be that powerful and this, da 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 da. Wait a minute. Whosoever will. So if you, if you don't know the scriptures this morning, and I'm talking to those that are listening by SoundCloud, it's whosoever will. Not because your mama, your daddy, not because my daughter or, or this one or that one, my cousin is saved and loved the Lord. That does, that does not make everybody connected to me saved. You got to accept Jesus Christ for your one self, and then you got to live it. Not because you go to a particular church. Oh, I go to so-and-so church, so I'm automatically saved. No, you're not. You saved if you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And then you saved after receiving Jesus, you follow the word that's being preached in that church. As long as it's Jesus' word. Ah, yes, oh, boy, shall die. Go to the book of Jude. 
Because in the book of Jude, we are reminded of those three examples of apostasy. These were all in the Old Testament. Jude chapter 1, verse 5. And it reads, I will therefore put you in remembrance, though ye once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterwards destroyed them that believed not. And the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he had reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in the, ma in the like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh or set forth for an example, uh, uh, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Amen. Fornication is having sex and you're not married. Adultery is you have a spouse, but you're sleeping around with somebody else. And it's all a sin in the eyes of God. So, Jude reminds us of the unbelieving Israelites. He reminds us of the angels that sin, and he also reminds us of Sodom and Gomorrah. Amen? So, and, and this didn't happen instantaneously. None of this happened instantaneously. The children of Israel wandered in the wilderness 40 years. The angels have been here a long time. Amen? And God didn't judge these angels until the time of Noah's day. Amen. And even then, God said he gave them 120 years. So let's look at Sodom and Gomorrah. Amen. Okay. The third Old Testament apostasy which Jude mentions is that of Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them. Let's go to Genesis, the 18th chapter. Okay, and we're going to look at Genesis 18, 20. And the Lord said, because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it. Uh, never take it upon ourselves to believe that what's done in the dark, God can't see it. So many times we tell ourselves and, and the people in the world tell themselves, God doesn't see what I'm doing. But the Bible says, and the Lord said. Somebody say that with me. Say, and the Lord said. And the Lord said. All right. So it was, it was the Lord talking. It was God. It was Jesus Christ, the Messiah. He said, because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, wait a minute. What was their cry? It wasn't for deliverance. It was the cry of sin and abomination. It, it was going up before the Lord. It was going up before the Lord. Amen. He says, it has come up before me and it's great. And their sin is what? Very grievous. He says, what? I will go down now and see whether they, wait a minute. <laughs> he, 
He doesn't even take your word for it. He says, I'm going to go down now and see whether they have done all together according to the cry of it. The Lord says, wait a minute, it, it can't, wait a minute. What, am I hearing right? He says, I'm, I'm, I'm going down, and I'm going to see this for myself. I'm going to see. He says, I'm going to see whether it's altogether great according to the cry of it, which has come unto me, and if not, I will know. And the men turned their faces from thence and went towards Sodom, but Abraham stood yet before the Lord. Is that in your Bible? And it says, and Abraham drew near and said, Would thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Preadventure there be 50 righteous within the city. Would thou also destroy and not spare the place for the 50 righteous that are therein? That be far from thee to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked. Thank you. Somebody said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I am not held accountable, not held accountable. For, the for the sins of those that are around me. Thank God he doesn't judge the righteous with the wicked. Thank God he doesn't judge the righteous with the unrighteous. He says, that it be far from thee to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous should be as the wicked, that be far from thee. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? And the Lord said, if I find in Sodom 50 righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sake. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And we know Abraham kept talking to the Lord. He got all the way down to five people. But we know what he found. He found Lot. He found his wife and his two daughters. He found four. Amen. And because of Abraham's intercession, and it says it in the word of God, because of Abraham's intercession, thank God for people praying, and they pray for you. The angels, the angels didn't say, see, people, people think it, they, they get upset with you when, they say, when you say, I'm praying for that sinner. What are you getting upset about? It's all throughout the Bible. The righteous always pray for the ungodly. Don't nobody want to see nobody lost? But the, even the angels told Lot, they said, because of Abraham, we've come to take you out of this place. Oh, Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. All right, Genesis 19, verse 1. And there came two angels to Sodom at evening. And Lot sat in the, great, in the gate of Sodom. And Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. And he said, Behold now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house, and tarry all night. Wash your feet. So the angels had feet. They had feet. He says, Wash your feet, and you shall rise up early and go on your ways. And they said, Nay. But we will abide in the street all night. And he, and he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him and entered into his house, and he made them a feast, and they did, and they did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. So angels can eat. Amen. And we just showed you a scripture in the book of Matthew that when we 
cross over. You know, I'm just saying, if we don't go in the rapture, let's say if we, if we go to sleep in the Lord, if we go to sleep in Jesus, okay? Jesus said in Matthew, when we drop off this flesh body, when we drop off this dirt, then we too will enter into that change. The Bible said we shall be changed in the moment of a twinkling of an eye. And then God said they become just like the angels. They can die no more. Amen? Amen. So we're, we're going to one day experience that angelical being. Amen? Right now, we are spirit, soul, and body. Say that with me. Say, I'm a spirit. I'm a spirit. I, have a soul. I have a soul. I live in a body. I live in a body. See, most of the times we say, I'm flesh. I'm flesh, spirit, and soul. But you're really not. You are a spirit being. And when you one day, one day, one day, when you drop off this flesh, then your spirit and your soul will connect together, join together, and you will be that spirit being. But when you get that glorified body, when you get your glorified body, you will be as the angels. Amen? Amen? And I did give you that scripture. It's in there. Amen? Amen. Verse 4. But before they lay down, Angels go to sleep. Do you see that? <laughs> but before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round both old and young, all the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, listen at this. These are the men of Sodom and Gomorrah. They come into Lot's house, and they ask in Lot, where are the men which came into thee that, this night? Now, notice what they said. Where are the men? So that means they, didn't, they couldn't tell that they were angels because they had taken on the form of the earthly. And they addressed them as, where are the men? Amen? They say, bring them out unto us that we may know them. That word know means to be intimate. In the book of Matthew, it says, and Joseph knew his wife after she had Jesus. They didn't know each other before she had Jesus. And while she was carrying Jesus, they didn't know each other. But the Bible says after she delivered Jesus and, you know, did her weeks and times, Joseph knew his wife. That word know or knew means to have intimate relationship. And Lot went out at the door unto them and shut the door after him and said, I pray you, brethren, do not do so wickedly. Behold now, listen at him, he's pleading with them. Behold now, I have two daughters, watch this, which have not known man, but yet they were married. Their husbands, when they moved into Sodom and Gomorrah, they wouldn't even sleep with their wives because they was too busy caught up sleeping with the men. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He said, I got two daughters which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you, and do ye to them as is good in your eyes. Only thou, only unto these men do nothing, for therefore come they under the shadow of my roof. And they said, stand back. And they said again, this one fellow came in to sojourn, and he will needs be a judge. Now will we deal worse with thee. Then with them. And they pressed 
sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. You see how wicked you can get in your mind with sin? You see how crazy sin makes you? They're going to break the door down to do evil. But the men, now they're using the word men, but the angels, put forth their hand and pull Lot back into the house to them and shut the door. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. Look how sin makes you. They smoke, they got blindness, they got hit with blindness, but they continued to try to find the door. You blind now and you still trying to do wrong? This ought to give you a picture of, of how sin causes you to come down in your mind. How it will possess you and cause you even when sin is killing you. Because it used to be an old saying, I don't understand how they can keep doing that when it's hurting them. Well, this is how. Sin blinds you. Sin makes you sick. And even when sin is hurting you, just like these men of Sodom and Gomorrah, you keep going. They kept going. And the men said unto Lot, has thou here any beside? Listen at this. Here it is. I wasn't lying. And the men said unto Lot, and the angels said unto Lot, has thou here any besides son-in-law? <laughs> so those girls, his daughters were married, but they had never been touched. He says, besides thy son-in-law and thy sons and thy daughters and whatsoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place. For we will destroy this place because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of the Lord. And the Lord has sent us to destroy it. And Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get you out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his son-in-laws. They didn't pay him no attention. Kind of giving you a picture of sinners today. You, you, you telling them, you telling them, you telling them, you, you, you begging them, you giving them the word, and they just look at you like, mm-hmm, okay, uh-huh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and when the morning arose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest I be consumed in the, in the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered, the, man, the men laid hold upon his hand and upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him, and they brought him forth and set him without the city. And it came to pass when they had brought them forth abroad, and he said, Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountains, uh, lest thou be consumed. Is that in your Bible? Can I say something? Amen. When God delivers you from sin, we're not supposed to be looking back. Amen. We're not supposed to be going back. We're not supposed to be involved in sinful things anymore. And I'm going to say this too. You might as well leave sinful people alone unless, unless you are ministering to them. And after a long period of time, you see where they don't want to hear 
then the next thing, leave them alone and just pray for them. Get out of their way because somebody going to pull somebody. I said somebody going to pull somebody. Leave them alone. When you see after a period of time that they don't want Jesus, leave them alone. Now, when you got children and they want to sin, they stay in your house until what? What is this? I think girls 18, boys 21. Okay, you under my roof. You going to church. Okay? Now, when you hit that out there, that's you. Look, you done been in the house of God. You done heard the word of God. Make your decision. But you, you will not. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But you're not going to bring me and my house down with you. Because it's just a show as the Lord judged all of this and all these people and sinners and apostasy in those days, judgment is coming. Amen. Be assured, it's coming. Oh, you don't like it, but it's in the word. I say it's in the word. And I'm going to preach the word. If you don't like it, better bring some earplugs with you. I'm not giving you earplugs. I'm not going to supply you with those. Verse 24. Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities that which grew upon the ground. So everything got burned up. But his wife, Lot's wife, looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. She became a what? And he looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah and toward all the land of the plain, and behold, and lo, the smoke of the country went up as a smoke of a furnace. And it came to pass when God destroyed the cities of the plain that God remembered Abraham. Who did he remember? Who did he remember? Who did he remember? Abraham. And sent Lot out. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who did he remember? Abraham. So because of Abraham's intercession and prayers before the Lord, the Bible says God remembered Abraham. and rescued Lot. It's, see, you get an attitude. Well, I don't know why you're praying for them. You ought to just let them be distraught. Just let that, that, that. Shut up. For one thing, then you don't know your scripture. Because the Bible says the human being does not go into intercession. It is the spirit of the Lord that guides us into intercession. So we do, you're supposed to be, you should be doing whatever God tells you to do. Not what man or woman tell you to do. You ought to be doing whatever God say do. And if God say pray, you pray. You don't question God. You get in your word. You study the word from Genesis to Revelation, from Revelation to Genesis. So you'll know the way of God. And then when God say that's enough, that's enough. Then you don't go over God. When God says stop praying, you stop praying. But not until. Everybody want to be God. (laughs) Hello, Bosha. 
The sin of the sodomites had features in common with that of the angels. Gross immorality that was against nature and an abomination to God. This sin is in the book of Romans. Can I show it to you? Romans chapter 1. Just giving you, they're giving us a glance at the mindset of a sinner. So you can stop wondering why they do it till they kill themselves. Or sometimes they act like they, even though they blind and beat, look, getting beat up, don't hardly have nothing. But you see, these men were blind and were still trying to open the door. Open the door to sin. Taking one step forward and 20 back. Can be on the look, can be on almost dying and won't stop sinning. You better remember this message. So the next time you see it, you can say, Oh my Lord, that's what the word said. They don't care. They, the sin that made them crazy. Sin that made them crazy. Uh, Romans chapter 1. Verse 26, just a glance. And the Bible says, for this cause, talking about, now he's talking about the people in Sodom and Gomorrah, but it's also talking about people of today. It says, for this cause, God gave them up unto vile affection. Somebody say, it's a vile affection. Say, it's an abomination to God. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another. That ain't in your Bible. That's not in your Bible that lesbianism and homosexuality is an abomination to God. And judgment is coming. It's against nature. That's what those angels did. They came down. They were of a heavenly descent. They took on a material form and they began to desire natural women. And it was against God's order. It's against God's order for a man to have sex with a man or a woman to have sex with a woman. It's against God's order for a woman to love another woman or a man to love another man. And judgment is coming. You listening to society You listening to your friends You better listen to the word of God Now is the time Now is the time Is that in your Bible? They burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was met. And here's the problem. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over. God gave them over to a reprobated mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, Covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, whispering, 
backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to your parents. <laughs> is that in your Bible? What does that mean? Could they have repented? Yes. But the Lord said because they didn't want to retain knowledge. What is the knowledge? The word of God. He says because they didn't want to retain my knowledge, God said I'd step back. And they went into a reprobated mind. What is a reprobated mind? It means you think what you're doing is right and it's really gross evil. That's why the Bible said let every man have his own wife and let every woman have her own husband. Paul said, Paul said it's better to marry than to burn. Now you got to have sex, you better go find you a husband. If you are a woman, if you're a man, you better go find you a woman. Get married, get married, get under the guidelines of Jesus, get under the guidelines of Jesus. Sex outside of marriage is wrong. Oh, I felt you. But what about I had a child? I got uh, God still waiting on you to repent. I felt you. What do you want? What do you want now? Am I, am, can I be saved? And I've already had a child? Yes, you can. He's still saying repent. Repent, 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 turn, turn, change your way of thinking. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Because now you done brought a child into the world, into this evil society. And that child going to need Jesus. And however you living, they're going to be watching you. This is the time, Anna. This is it. Oh, this is it. This is the time. Yes, Lord. So how are you going to tell me homosexuality and lesbianism is right? You a lying wonder. Because the word of God says it's an abomination to God. And it's going to be judged. The men and women of Sodom and Gomorrah were greatly addicted to homosexuality. The sin is described as having gone after strange flesh, meaning that it is completely, completely contrary to the natural order God has ordained. Go to Leviticus 20. And if you're not, you running with them, you better get away from them. Because those are spirits in them. Huh? And that spirit is after you. Get away from them. Now, if you're not ministering the word of God, go run. That's my best friend. Really? The word of God better be your best friend. I go to the store. I encounter them all the time. I'm not disrespectful to them, but I don't hang out with them. 
I go places all the time. I encounter them all the time. I'm not disrespectful to them, but I don't hang out with them. Yeah, your boy shall die. It's coming, Anna. Oh, it's going to come. Oh, it's coming. It, they judge me coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Said the Lord, it's coming. I am the Lord, thy God. <laughs> I'm God all by myself. <laughs> I don't need no help. <laughs> Tell them I got an order, and I'm God all by myself. Yeah, the I hear you, Anna. I hear you. Lord, I hear you. I hear you. Go to Leviticus 20. Yeah, I'm going to shine. I'm going to shine. I'm going to shine. I'm going to shine. Would you please go to Leviticus 20, verse 13? If a man also lie with mankind as he lies with the woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. Is that in your Bible? See, I'm giving you these scriptures. You better write them down because, see, all the naysayers in the world system, they say it's all right. And that's why they hate the Bible. And that's why they hate God. Because God has put a standard in the earth. He's put an order in the earth that is really right. And they don't like it. And that's why they hate Christians. Yeah, ba 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 sha ta 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 Yeah, yeah, see, Elijah is coming down. Tell him it's all going to come down. God says coming down <laughs> in the name of Jesus. Woo, it's going to come down. Because uh, God's still God. Huh? God is not a man that he should lie. Uh-huh. Orders. It's orders coming. God said, I'm going to send some orders, Anna. And it's coming down. Because God ain't got to do is speak one word. See, this is going to be for the haughty and the proud that say, God don't see. God don't see. God don't do nothing. He hasn't done anything. Well, tell him, get ready. Because he's going to allow something to happen. And I won't be on that ship. You better run for your life. I said, you better get away and run for your life. <laughs> order, 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 order. Go to Leviticus 18. Leviticus 18, please, verse 22. Thou should not lie with a man as with woman. It is an abomination. Neither shalt thou lie with any beast to defile thyself therewith. You know they're sleeping with animals now. You know they have sites on the internet where you can purchase an animal to sleep with. It's happening right now in 2023. See, you're talking about the Bible is an old book. It's outdated. You a lie. The Bible is much up to date. Because God is omniscient. God is omnipresent. Hello? God is omnipotent. Wait a minute. God knows everything from the future 
all the way to what's going to happen down the road, past, present, and future, God know it. So when God spoke the holy men to write the Bible, he told them to write from the past, present, and future. God didn't even have to be there. He already knew the hearts of mankind. That's why he told Timothy. He said, write this in Timothy chapter 3. In the last days, perilous times shall come. Uh-huh. Guess what? We're here. My time is now. My time is now. This is my time, said God. Not your time. This is my time, said the Lord. And I will be exalted among the heathen. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Is that in your Bible? Really? Neither shalt thou lie with any beast to defile thyself therewith. Neither shall any woman, neither shall any woman stand before a beast to lie down thereunto. It is confusion. You know they got commercials. I don't know if you done caught it. With women standing before animals in a sexual manner. I like, turn this mess off. It's already happening. Defile not ye yourselves in any of these things, for in all these the nations are defiled, which I cast out before you. Is that in your Bible? And the land becomes defiled. Therefore I do visit. Wait a minute. Is that in your Bible? Therefore I do visit the iniquity thereof upon it. And the land itself vomited out her inhabitants. Ye shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments and shall not commit any of these abominations, neither any of your own nations, nor any stranger that sojourneth among you. What you got in your house? Who in your house? Who you hanging out with? Who, who in your atmosphere? Uh-huh. For all these abominations have the men of the land done which were before you. And the land is what? Defiled. That the land spew not you out also when you defile it, as it spewed out the nations that were before you. For whosoever shall commit any of these abominations, even the souls that commit them shall be cut off from among their people. Now what does that mean, even the soul? God said if you lay up, because you know what your soul is, your mind, your will, your emotions, your imagination, your conscience, your memory, your reason. He said, now, if you lay up and start to desire this kind of stuff, you start daydreaming about it. Hey, hey, Lord, you deep, you deep, you deep, you deep. He said, if you just desire it even with your soul, you laying up daydreaming about it. You desiring it. You looking, you know, oh, my God, that's, you know. You know, you can buy these um, goggles and have virtual entertainment. <laughs> you don't have to have the person, but you can have virtual, help me Holy Ghost preach, entertainment. And you get whatever you want on that virtual entertainment.
Oh, yeah. I came ready. It's all right, baby. Not you. Yeah, Tell him I see it all, Anna. God want me to tell you he see it all. There's no place you can hide from God. You might hide from your mama. You might hide from your daddy. You might hide from the preacher. You might hide from your cousins and your auntie them. But God said you can't hide from me. When the devil brings things, I rebuke him in Jesus' name. I bind that demon, and I send it back to the pits of hell from whence it came. You got to fight. It is so many spirits out here. So many wicked, evil spirits out here. And they all want your soul. It's sad our young ladies walking around half naked. And so when the men see you, all they do, come out, they love me. No, they don't. All they doing is lusting after what you showing them. You sad. You sad. And pitiful, said the Lord. Jesus. Yeah, you came right. You better buckle up. Mama's dressing they little girls half, half undressed. Got them so grown, it's pitiful. And they, they walking in the same footsteps as their parents. We're bringing up a whole nother generation to sin against God's word. No, 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 no. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We're in a critical time. Let me, let me, let me, okay, he's freeing me now. Right now he's freeing me because I was waiting on him. I wasn't going to bring this up. I'm going to share this dream with you. We're, we're in this critical time right now. Now, I know the Bible said it was coming, but when God sent messengers from heaven, what, he told me what it meant. It took him a while because I kept praying before he began to tell me what it meant. It marks a pivotal point of where we are. That's what it does. Even though the Bible says it, when God comes forth and sends messengers to the earth, it marks it as, you here now. Well. You can write this down. You don't have to write the dream. I just want you to put the date down because actually this was done on Tuesday, June 27th, 2023 at 4.30 in the morning. And that's all you, you don't have to write the dream. I'm just telling you when it was. And I had a visitation. I had a dream that I went to this house. And it was a house that I had dreamed about before. And I went in and began to look around. And I then saw, now this is just truth. I, sometimes God will allow you to see people that you remember. So I saw my husband. And I was like, okay, 
okay. I said to him, you live here now? And I gave him a hug. But this was real strange. When I hugged him, his body was not of this fleshly material. It was a heavenly material. It was very light. And basically, you could, it was like squishy. Almost like it was filled with water or air. It was just light. And I knew then, I said, nope, these are visitations. These are vi-. I told him it was good to see him. Then I began to go in other rooms. And I saw other people in these rooms. I left rooms and ended up back in the living room. And as I got in the living room, I began to see some people from the church. I saw some of you. I won't call your name, but you were in this dream with me, some of you, okay? And some people that I didn't even know. Also, I could see some of the saints that had passed away. So what I did was I came on in the living room and I took a seat. I'm just looking at everybody because some of the people that I knew from the church, I spoke to them, you know, and I began to sit down and just kind of look around. And then... What appeared to be my husband, he stood up. He, he, he was sitting down. Then he stood up and he began to say, this is what he said. He said, my name is. So in my mind, immediately before he would finish, I said, yeah, his name is Ralph Charles Carmichael Sr. But that's not what he said. Okay. And I'm going to try to pronounce it. He said, my name is Balfourth. And I looked, I said, excuse me, under my breath, you know. And then I looked to my left and I could see other saints that have passed away. I even saw my spiritual mother standing there. And she had on the very robe that they put her in the casket in. And I'm looking around, I'm thinking, oh, my Lord. I said, okay, okay, okay. Now... You could tell that the saints that had passed away that were there, they were excited. They were waiting on whatever this announcement was from the Lord. So the announcement began. But when the angel opened his mouth and began to speak, I didn't just hear one voice. I heard many voices. I was like, oh, my God, what in the world? I said, okay, I, and that's in the Bible. It says when Jesus began to talk to John, he heard it in many voices. It, it was like voices and, vo- you know, like an echo, okay? So when the angel got up and began to talk, he said, I, want, I would like to tell you about, and this is what he said. He says, I want to tell you about the perilous times that we are in. But, but, but by the time that, that angelical being finished with that, the voice of God broke in and said, I'm going to tell you his name. He says, I'm going, I'm going to uh, give you the interpretation to that name, Balfourth Lapole. He said, this is what it means. He says, it means bear forth and leave the past. I said, okay, okay. I said, okay, and then I woke up. 
So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, Lord, okay, this, first of all, is a heavenly visitation. These are all the dead saints. They're not dead, I'm sorry. All the saints that fell asleep in the Lord. These are living saints. These are living saints from other places that I didn't know, but yet they had all gathered in this house to hear this angelical uh, salutation. And this is the word to us because I couldn't understand. I said, Lord, why would you allow a heavenly visitation to tell us something we know? It's in 2 Timothy. Somebody get that. 2 Timothy chapter 3. Somebody get that. Get that for me. Yeah, no, 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 my child. It's healed. It's healed. Somebody get that. Well, how does it read, um, Sister um, um, Wiley? Second, yeah, Second Timothy 3 and 1, I believe. Mm-hmm. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Hold that right there. Okay, so what I'm trying to tell you is I'm, I'm questioning God. Why do you tell me this, but I already know it's in the word? So I began to pray. I knew that. I said, nope, I got to pray. Something is, is what does, this has a significant meaning. God don't just do something just to be doing it. He don't play games. So I'm praying. That was in June, right? He just answered me. He said the reason why it was said is because it marks a significant time and era that you all have entered. He says, now is the days of perilous times. And I'm saying to myself, Lord, I thought back there was a perilous. He said, nope, you ha they haven't seen anything yet. Remember I kept telling you something else was... <laughs> and I thought to myself, God... This has to be serious for you to send angels to make the announcement. It's about like when he sent the angels to announce his birth. But when he told me that name, he says, tell the people it means to bear. Listen at this. Bear forth and leave the past. What that means is, I don't care what you're going through right now. You're going to have to lay that aside. That's got to be laid aside in order for you to be able to go. Because if you're carrying that and that and this and this and other things are coming and hitting you and hitting you, how you going to go through? How you going to make it? How you going to get there? How so we play in church. We don't want to read our word no more. We don't want to pray no more. We don't want to be in the house of God no more because somebody hurt us. That you, baby, you better throw that mess out on the back burner and get this word. As long as the pastor didn't hurt you, that's why I'm fool with nobody because so I won't hurt nobody. That's why I come in here and sit in that little chair over there and shut my mouth. And I don't ask nothing unless I'm asked first. Hey, yeah, da, 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 da. Because the word needs to go forth unhindered. That's why I don't go out to dinner with nobody. I can't afford to because God's word and the souls of the people are so precious. It's time, it's time, it's time, it's time, said the Lord. This is the time, said God. Bring your mind up. 
I heard a couple in here, you were crying out to the Lord. I won't even come to you this morning, but you know who you are. And you were saying, Lord, we need this and we need that. And, we, and the Lord said, go back and tell them, no, they don't. They need more of me. He said, you need more of me. We're here and there's no turning back. I was driving last Thursday, and I could hear you. And the Lord said, he was calling your name. He was just calling your name, just calling your name. And the Lord said, she's been hit. Something done hit her. Some on her mind. And I began to call you. And, call, and the Lord said, tell her, get up. Come up, come up, come up. You can't afford to live for the devil. You can't afford to live with one foot in the church and one foot outside the church. You better make up in your mind. Now is the time to live for Jesus. Put this foolishness down. Stop it. And that presidential run, y'all don't get, you're going to get fooled. I told some people, uh, Trump ain't finna win nothing. DeSantis ain't finna win nothing. They got a plan. They got a plan. Y'all better come on here and get woke up. Because the Bible said when the righteous rule, the people rejoice. But when the unrighteous rule, the people moan. We get four more years of this. You say, what you talking about? What you mean? I still get my check. I still get my food stamp. Ain't nobody talking about that foolishness. Every time we get a president who believes in homosexuality and lesbianism and, and abortion and, 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 and all this. And, oh, even got our children where they better not come up against their parent if they feel they're a boy and they're a girl. Trying to get a medication to change their sex. See, it's more deeper. Immigration, so. I wish I could turn that, but this, uh, it's okay, it's okay. I said, Lord, you're going to have to help. I'm going to hide in you. I'm going to hide in you. Don't you understand? The more sin is flaunted in the face of God, it's a slap in his face to this country that was built on the Bible. Oh, yeah, this country was built on the Bible. It was started out on the Bible. They really did put it on the Bible. And to see where it is now. So the longer sin is flaunted in his face, the Bible said God is angry, Isaiah, with the wicked every day. What is he angry about? Does he hate them? Uh-uh. Because they won't stop. They won't change. They won't change. Somebody say, please change. <clears throat> Somebody say, we're here now. So God had to send the angels. And I thought that was so, now what you have to understand is 
you know I've been preaching this message about um, the apostasy, right? Well, what you didn't know was <clears throat> the part about Sodom and Gomorrah, it was already typed up. It was typed up before he gave me this. And what did the angels do in the day of Sodom and Gomorrah? They visited the earth. Why did they visit the earth? Jesus said, I came to see if the cry of their sins are as bad as, I, as the cry is. Why, why did they come? Why did they come? They wanted to see, is it really this bad? And guess what Jesus found out? It was and it is. <laughs> you tell him Elijah then hit the planet you go back and tell him say Elijah has come to the planet <laughs> you know what Elijah came to do he came to turn the fathers back to the children and the children back to the fathers what does that mean he came to turn the people of God back to their spiritual parents. And God said, if you don't turn, he going to hit the earth with another curse. Because <laughs> I didn't understand. I didn't understand because I don't take God lightly. And I don't take what he showed me lightly. And I said, Lord, what in the world is this? What is you trying? Because that word is in the Bible. We know it's in we know Timothy said in the last days, okay, we're in the last days. So why did you send it? And man, when he spoke this week and told me why, I said, oh, my God. And then when I went back over the message last night, I said, oh, my Lord. The angels came down to the earth to see if the cry was as bad as it really was. You sitting up in here, you want healings. You want all this stuff from the Lord, but you don't want to change your ways. And you don't believe that affects God move for you. So you, you've been, you've been, you've been, you know, ran and ran on what the naysayers say. And the lying prophets tell you. Till you can't even tell when a true prophet is, is before you. Yes, but God said, go back and let them know Elijah didn't hit the planet. Elijah came to stand against adultery, having everything before God, having gods that were not the true and living God. He stood against Jezebel, a murdering person who wanted to shut the mouth of the prophets. <laughs> he stood against Baal worshippers. You remember? Yeah. And Elijah told him, he said, now if your God be God. <laughs> oh. So God told me to come and tell you, if your God be God, we're going to see. We're going to see who God is God. 
If your cigarettes is your God, your drinking, your liquor is your God, your dope is your God, your sex is your God, we finna see. If your lies and murdering and living all any kind of way is your God, we, we're about to see now. We're going to see who the real God is. Bye, 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 shy. my mama. If your other man and you got a husband is your God and your other woman <laughs> is your God, if yourself is your God. God said, ha 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 He said, My time has come. <laughs> it's my time now, said the Lord. He said, Y'all done had y'all time. It's my time now. Elijah. <laughs> Elijah. Tell you what I would do. I'd get saved. No, I'm sorry. I would repent. Make sure I've repented. Make sure I meant it. Make sure my mind has been turned and changed. Let God know I'm sorry for all that I've done and I'm ready to live for you. I might not understand it all, but I'm ready. And then I'd get me a Bible, a King James Bible. I get in the church. I be here every Sunday. Wouldn't nobody have to beg me. And then on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I open my Bible. I go back over what's been preached. I get on my knees at home and pray. And I begin to seek the Lord until I find him. And then when I find him, I'm not turning him loose. Yeah. You want to run up in here. <laughs> want to run up in here. Oh, lay hands on me. Pray for me. Them days. If you didn't know, now you know. No, you can't do nothing yourself because you ain't got no power because you're in sin. See how you do? Instead of saying I need to repent. Better leave me alone. When I'm up in this book, you better say, hush. Do it yourself then. God said, go ahead on and do it. You on your own now. Uh-huh. You messing with the right? See, he told you don't touch this anointing. This ain't no play toy up in here. So now you do it yourself. My time to come. There they go. Now she being arrogant. We'll see. We're going to see who God is God. Okay. 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 <laughs> Let me go home. Let me, it's time to go home. Everybody thinks, and I'm fixing the clothes. Everybody thinks that the only sin that Sodom and Gomorrah had 
was homosexuality and lesbianism. That wasn't all. Can I show you the other sins? Ezekiel 16. Ezekiel 16, 48. And in Ezekiel 16, 48, it says, As I live, said the Lord God, Sodom thy sister hath not done. She know her daughters as thou hast done, thou and thy daughters. Behold, this was the iniquity of thy sister Sodom. Here are their other sins. Pride, fullness of bread, watch this, an abundance of idleness. Ain't got nothing to do. And was in her and in her daughters. Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and the needy. And they were haughty and committed abomination before me. Therefore, I took them away as I saw good. So the sins of Sodom were homosexuality, lesbianism, pride, full of themselves. Uh huh. They were full of bread. What does that mean? I, I look at people today and I go places. And I say, Lord, these folk don't need no money. These folk, these folk in sin, they don't need no money. Fullness of bread. They got everything. An abundance, watch this, and an abundance of idleness. Meaning they had time to do all these sins and abominations. They had no agenda to live and prosper and live for the Lord and do what God was saying. They didn't have no order in their lives. They didn't have no prayer time, no Bible time. And if they did, they said 15 minutes and a little dab will do you. And they were haughty. You ever seen somebody just never can get humble? I mean, God, stuff hit them, they still won't humble down. And they committed abominations before me. Didn't I just tell you, God, see? When stuff hit me, I humble down so. I don't even want nobody, just don't talk to me. I got to get the gun. I don't have time for this. God said they committed abomination before me. Therefore, I took them away as I saw good. God said enough was enough. Enough was enough. Enough was enough. Some things need to be straightened out. Sometimes people have things that need to be straightened out in them. I'm just looking at you and I'm just talking to you. They have things that need to be straightened out, baby. And you try to tell them in a nice little manner, and it's like you just do this. And it do this. And you be trying to tell them in a nice, baby, you got some stuff that you need to get situated. (laughs) 
I I um I was I'm been I've been so pressed and I'm fixing the clothes. I've been so pressed. And sometimes little words like hell will slip out or something, you know. But I'm not a cusser. I'm not a cusser. And I never intend to be one. And even in little things like that, I lay out before God. And I say, Lord, I need you. I cannot live this life without you. And I repent and I repent and I repent. Yeah, for even little things like that. And I know hell is in the Bible. But that don't make me no difference. And I do like David. I said, Lord, creating me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit in me. And cast me not away from thy presence. I and you cannot live without the presence of God. We think we can. But we really can't. And people are in such a place today, they are disrespecting God. America is disrespecting the God who blessed her. And the people are following the same path. Now, I'm closing. On next Sunday for our class, we're going to talk about it's time to take refuge. I told the God, I said, these things are lining up beautifully. And I'm going to bring some stuff for you. This is, this is for the adults because all of our youth will be in the back from 3 to 19. Please bring the youth and let them enjoy their youth church. Youth church is now open, and it will be open from now on. But we're going to have a class next Sunday, and I'm going to bring some stuff for you. And we're going to talk about how to take refuge in these perilous times that we're living in. Amen. God bless you.